0: hello ciao and welcome back to the chronicles of a black italian woman my name is benedicta junpa and i'm the host and creator of this podcast hello 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 people of the internet we are back we are back with a new episode last week i just decided not to show up because it was my birthday and it's still my birthday because i keep on i've been celebrating for the past week a lot a lot of times but i'm beyond grateful for the gift of life and seeing another year in my life like a big number my third year birthday i hope you're well first of all i hope september is to do you well when it comes to the month of september it's been interesting i started with a bit of anxiety, stress and so on uh, But celebrating my birthday I think has helped me to release a lot of the... A lot of that I feel a little bit better Okay, enjoying life and we'll talk about it literature in the episode so a lot has happened in the month of september you know i like to give you always this a bit of societal political point of view you know what i'm saying i always like to give that sight especially with the latest topics that have so today it's election day in Italy. I hope my Italians do go out there and vote, vote for us to remain anti fascists. When I think about elections, it's scary, guys. It is scary. It is scary because we see this woman, Giorgia Meloni, full of hatred and she's trying out to say oh people should not fear us guess what i'm a black woman in this country how should i not fear you my parents none of them are white italian how should i not fear you the last government that came on from the right was a law that affected migration and citizenship so right now removed it removed humanitarian protection for refugees it removed so many like rights and laws uh for people for migrants they changed the citizenship law they made Wait four years instead of two and already in practice the two years whenever two years they always became four years so for you to access citizenship as a byword residing in italy for 10 years the best solution will always be go through a lawyer instead of you applying for the citizenship yourself because of the times it would take so long so i seen all these things that have been done during the 2018 government with the far right, the league, and the five star movement. And the finest part is Giuseppe Conte, the leader now of the five star movement. Oh my gosh, I made a mistake. pointing the security decree, and I'm a child. I was <laughs> like, wow, I like, was wow. like, wow, you said you made a mistake. You said you made a mistake. Is that a mistake that you got to affect so many people's lives? You got to install fear in people? Like, throughout those governments, any initiatives, including there was a migrant festival, festival of the cinema in, in Venice, all these initiatives were canceled like the promotion between this government was weakness i think that the league is interesting when it comes to its relationship with fascism we have in a neo-fascist party now the risk of a neo-fascist party to come into power that's very concerning i don't know pray for us there are different things we're gonna weigh in some of us were thinking of emigrating although we decided to come back people like myself i lived in the uk i decided to move back to pursue my studies but also i believe that change does have in the moment that like you stay you work for right and but to be honest hey sometimes you gotta protect your mental health and well-being so it's okay sometimes if you take your time to move back recharge be in environments in which like you know your identity is celebrated and you are celebrated you are rewarded for your competencies and so on professionally and professionally because sometimes i feel like my professional profile would be appreciated a lot more in certain places compared in italy but you know what so such is the different thought that go through your mind in the moment that you see an old fascist government coming at the door but you i really pray for protection safety to all my people that are not considered racially pure that are not considered healthy that are not considered dead, that are not considered conforming i'm talking about women i'm talking about poor for the LGBTQIA plus community. I'm talking about people with disability. I'm talking about people that do have mental health issues because this leader, Georgia Maloney, have defined people with mental health issues, and eating disorders, deviant. This is an old term, you know. This term used to be used in the 70s by OMS and then it have been removed. Imagine you prominent politician coming into power and using such term. Jesus. God forbid that this woman was going to be the first woman to become prime minister in this country. God forbid. They're dead right now. And also, she's such an a such a person the fact like oh you should just support because she's a woman what kind of nonsense is that this woman is the same woman that a few weeks ago I shared a rape video online and she did not care she was like she just reposted the name of a propaganda because just because the aggressor was the white was an asylum seeker and I'm just oh how about all the time that white men have been killing women white Italian men have been killing women are taking advantage of women are raping women like lately we had a business person that has tortured women, that has raped them. And we had an old profile, people telling them, the name is visa. And we had uh, whole like news articles of people say like, oh, who's this entrepreneur? Who's this person's person? We don't care. He has to be in jail. We don't care about his achievement because this narrative is not afforded to any refugees or any other per- migrant person, like migrant man, that is doing a rape crime. And it shouldn't be afforded to anyone in the first place because the tension should should go a the victim so this is kind of the situation that we're dealing with right now in italy so please pray for us vote where you can vote we have people without citizenship that grew up here that cannot access citizenship like ada Uguabara, activist project manager bar- bar- she does a lot of work within this country and she cannot still access her citizenship i'm not gonna disclose why her citizenship was denied in respect to other but it's just insane the way the law in this country works and some Somebody like her that she's been in this country she's, since she was 10 and she's doing everything that she can to improve this society yeah she cannot be recognized as citizen okay and then we have citizenship being recognized based on merit because people are the most followed TikTokers around the globe like Kabila, Lame which I think he deserves citizenship but not because of his TikTok following but because of the fact that he's been here since he was 1 years old he grew up in this country I was a 20 plus year old how is it become easier for him to be a TikToker a successful TikToker and become an Italian citizen rather than him if it will like, say a factory worker, it will have like, become more difficult. Like, why does that have to be the double standard? Why does it like that? Why this country doesn't have a law which recognizes where people grew up in this country? They should be granted citizenship. It's just simple. But when your idea of citizenship is based on exclusion, listen, you're citizenship is becoming more difficult, would become more difficult. And I think Italians really have to reflect on their national identity. And really, the reflection has to be big. Okay, so there is that okay let's talk about something happy as well that's happened in the last few weeks uh, not only about negative stuff you know like something that I tell you about what happens around the world but i also like to share some positive things so my friend got married from high school we used to listen to the jonas brothers together and it was just nice to be at this beautiful 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 wedding it was just nice and paula Michele, congratulations again that energy was so beautiful let me give you an advice if you're going to be a wedding guest at a wedding this is my advice. Always bring multiple outfits, okay? The day of the wedding my lovely sister Miriam has accidentally damaged, a little bit damaged saying the trousers I was planning to wear. I have this outfit in my head it was gonna be a little bit different than usual I normally wear dresses but I just switched and decided to wear trousers just to wear something different and what? The trousers were not ready but what did I do? I brought multiple, multiple multiple dresses, but like I brought two dresses so to make sure that I can make it on time, like I can I have options in case anything happens so always remember bring more than one dress in case you're going to a wedding okay but yeah the wedding was just beautiful it was nice to be with my friends from high school because sometimes i think i'm one of those people that when i've run from different stages in my life as such stages in my life i'm not very good at maintaining those friendships yeah i was very honored to see people that literally i grew up with throughout my teens and it was just nice that we could laugh together and see different stages that people are in now like, some people are pregnant, some people have a one-month-old child. Nice seen everybody. And of course, I dance alien superstar of Beyonce at the wedding. Yeah, with this lovely Brazilian, I believe, queer grass. And it was just nice. And we were talking out, my you do not know the latest album, Beyonce? Ay, 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 Like, you all need to get on this back young people. And that was nice. See, it was a moment of joy. And then, you know, life is made of joy and grief. And so, here we have. We have Queen Eli. Elizabeth is stuck in has passed away. So grief for me is hard to talk about grief when we're talking about grief. Queen Elizabeth. On one side, my face says grief, the people are grieving. I mean, I respect people's grief. For me, it's hard to grieve this person because it's hard to gr- grieve Queen Elizabeth. Especially when you are a child of the Gideon death, diaspora. Right? Especially when you know that your country has been under British dominance for such a long amount of time. Still, like, imagine. Like Ghana, Ghana has been independent. My mom, she's 50, 54 years old. Yes, but she's 54 years old. And Ghana is just slightly older than my mom, but not much older. Hey, Ghana is now 60, 64 years old. And thinking that Ghana has been 64 years old, independent. Meanwhile, my homegirl has been queen for 70 years. I'm just saying... I see what I said, and I think it's in the state the lack of accountability that we have and the respectability policy that is present in the world is just very problematic because mm, I don't understand, first of all, the global amnesia that people have about these women and what empire I stand throughout the world. People are trying to argue that she did not actively. Active, actively pursue colonialism but she was a beneficiary okay she never apologized for it she never restituted and repaired any damage that's done in commonwealth country in africa Asia. Can we talk about Argentina? Argentina happened, the focus War happened in the 1970s under the Margaret Thatcher government. Queen Elizabeth was alive and well. Can we talk about these things? I just think about like, okay, we can only just pass, we can send our condolences to the royal family, but it's also important to acknowledge that how the damage has been done by the British Empire. I'm sorry, as somebody that I'm, I'm of Kenyan descent, I'm family, I'm sorry, for me, during these days, I honestly felt the pain. I could not, oh my gosh, Queen Elizabeth has passed. I remember I think I was at a work opportunity where some colleagues mentioned that. First of all, I was under some work situation, so I couldn't really focus on Queen Elizabeth passing. With me, when it was said, I was, I don't know what to tell you. With what, with everything that the British government has done, I don't know even if I can empathise with it. And it's interesting, like, when you talk to people that lack awareness of these issues, or lack awareness of what death does not always be the same way for others. And it's always interesting being in such context and people. And that's the privilege of whiteness, right? The privilege of history always being something of the past. The privilege of being able to grieve without accountability. Because with us, like when black people die, when a black person is killed by systemic power, people will look into the criminal record, Rusty Pierce, Chris Carper. People will look into the criminal record in order to consider this death worthy or not. This man was unarmed killed by the British police around the time of Queen Elizabeth passed, And what people there they looked at is criminal record, And imagine that like they would look at individual criminal records. But the criminal records of the British Empire are global. They are global. The trauma that has been caused before colonized countries it's insane. It's insane. And I think of myself like the way even myself despite being born in Italy I do have internalized trauma and complex. Because why did I grow up with parents that the first language that they taught to teach me was English? Why did I grow up with parents that in the end of the day, they favor Christianity? I'm also Christian, but without like really thinking that, okay, what were the transitions prior of the British coming? Why did I grow up with parents if with the idea that whiteness is better. British is better. And it's interesting me saying this such accent. But this is how influential the British Empire was. So why did I grow up with a mom that did not have a natural hair out? Why did, do I have family members that actually refuse to speak the local language but they favor the language of the colonizers? And me have to be here? grief Cry? For this? Wow. I'm sorry. I find it difficult. And this should be something to be respected by People that don't know such pain. My aunt, she's still alive. She just turned 18 this year. And she has served a British family under colonial rule. Where are the money? Where is the reparation? Like the violence of the British Empire was not only physical. It was mental. It was cultural. And me, I have to cry. Hmm. I don't know if I can. I'm sorry. It's not something I can Okay, with this note, let's talk also about my girl Ariel. You're going for one princess, for one queen, a princess like Ariel. Girl like Ariel, yeah. I, I sometimes do not understand. It's very interesting. Okay. On one side, like okay. On one side I understand like, that Disney is trying to change, like trying to be more inclusive. And it's interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting the selection of black artists and so on. That's interesting. Sometimes I think like you all are like, windangering ourselves with having more black characters. But on one side we need it. We need, we need it need do like Fantasy needs to be challenged because I think, in the moment that we challenge these fantasies, we have to challenge white supremacy. And you people will always say it's not about race, it's not about racism. But your racism is showing, your racism is showing in the moment that you are mad my, that my girl, like Hail Mary, yeah, she's an old beautiful, beautiful, outstanding little mermaid. And you have issues with that. How can you be so mad about it? Like you're going to pick science biology, mythology. First of all, we're talking about women as half a fish. Okay, let's start there. Like, you are claiming this woman as white just because my own boy, Christian Anderson, is he Christian Anderson? No, is he as Christian? Wrote, oh my goodness, we could be getting confused about the authors of the various stories, children's stories. Which, by the way, we're not studies as children's stories, by the way. These stories are very complex. They talk a lot about identity. They talk about uh, sexuality a lot. Because, especially manga, as Christian, oh boy, oh boy, if it's bisexual, And it was talking, if some of these stories are actually like him to elaborate on this identity. So, you all be mad about this. Why aren't you mad that these stories, first of all, are not told in the Full versions but are told in the societal western white watch version first of all you should be mad about that secondly I don't understand why you're mad about the black little mermaid because honestly it's not that difficult to conceive we're talking about a fantasy character first of all like their insistence their idea because even with the hobbit some of you were mad that we are black characters should I let just let you know yeah that in the one well, let's say where is there like is it 16th centuries let's say 16th centuries but even like the Or in all all those back in the days yeah back in the days those back back in the days in europe did you think that europe was racially pure did you think there were no black people in europe like since the times of the romans people like people there were black people in europe yeah there were black people in europe that's why you maria rossi have sometimes curly hair that be looking funny it's because you have some ancestry that is black so you there that oh yeah like there shouldn't be like black characters in these things especially in fantasies i'm just like that show how limited your mind is how limited the western society has taught you yeah because literally the fact that you conceive yourself only as if it is fantasies as purely white it's just crazy to me it's just crazy to me it's real cray. It's real cray-cray. It's real cray-cray. And, the fa- and it shows also how history has not been told like without a white gaze. Because if you really look at characters, the more I told you before about the de Medici, who was the black, it was the first black prince in Florence. This is oftentimes not disclosed between Italy and people always try to cover it up. But thanks to people a threat like Daphne DiCinto, director, his story has been told. Thinking about Empires from northern Africa during the roman empire do you think north africans look like the north africans that they look today no of course they were looking darker egyptians the whitewashing of the egyptians yeah and you all are mad about by all of you you all are mad about Harry being wing black your imagination and your way thoughts is limited and i'm not getting history biology lessons from people that I've used that to dominate people like myself. I'm not getting lessons for you guys. I'm sorry. We ain't doing that. You all need to relax. Like I did myself throughout my birthday celebration. So yes, I was going to tell you more about it. So the 16th of September, 1992, like the third, the one only Nick Jonas I turned 30 Yes. and it's funny I did not expect to be actually happy about it like thinking about how the last few months have been I was feeling quite down and sad about it oh I'm not where I I want to be in life look at the way I'm looking I started looking funny people at some point like last month I said I've eczema on my eyes. I had, like, random pimples that thankfully now they are dying down. Like, I was looking crazy. I was like, yo, what's happening to my system? My body be looking funny. Every other day, I have new fat like, coming out of it. Do I'm thinking I'm somebody that does that. healed overall, like, healthy. or do I enjoy a coke every now and then or whatsoever. So I'm just like, what's going on? Like, my body be looking funny and people be talking about the territory of you know, me like be like mentally not thinking where i'm supposed to go what's going on so if you go a few episodes back you have me like crying over uh, one episode because listen adulting is a scam adulting is a scam i don't so have things figured out that's one thing i'll tell you one lesson that i've learned in my 30 that like adults don't have things figured out and they played us and they've been played there is that, there is that for sure but I'm glad I took my time I decided to celebrate my birthday We came a long way from when I didn't really want to celebrate my birthday because since moving away I didn't know really what to do for my birthday, I moved to England when I was 19, I didn't have a lot of plans, my 20th it was nice, yeah, it was in England. I had a little celebration with my flatmate and uh, what do you do for my 20th birthday? I think I did no, I just had a little celebration with my flatmate and ex-boyfriend stuff like trying to cheer me up and so on so there was that so I still had a little celebration around that then my 21st well. I said like okay my friend no, no, said, Wow, hey girl has helped me celebrate my birthday with my uni friends with my friends from church and so on so that was nice and so it was nice so I got to celebrate a bit but after I think I just I'd rather just come home and celebrate with my family. Then I think one time, oh, one time I celebrated my graduation. I think that was when I was 23. When I was 24, I saw a picture of myself and I was in Italy and I was with my mom We went to the Global apple and I took some time off from work while I was working retail while waiting to see what to do next after I graduated and I remember I saw that picture and it was 2015 and what I realized, did I turn 25 did I turn 24? i think i turned 24 i think i did i'm so bad i calculated and the uh, interesting part I remember, I remember it was 2015 it was september and I didn't know that in two months I would be moving back to Italy and moving to Rome to pursue my master's wow look at God look at God wow something I would say I've learned as well is the fact that life can really change in uh, unexpected ways even although sometimes you're struggling for a long time to achieve what you want to achieve thinking that that November I moved back to Italy wow that's so interesting yeah so he's moving back really I I was really in the mood celebrating my birthday I'll do a little celebration maybe back I will go back Home to celebrate, I remember one time I missed the bus, and I tried to get this bus to get home to celebrate my birthday with my family while I was in Rome. Then uh, I think 25th birthday, my flatmate surprised me with the birthday party, which I wasn't really planning to. I was grateful, appreciative for that. I wasn't really planning to go down. Then 26, 27, 28, 29. I don't know. I just didn't do that many big celebrations. Just last year, I decided to have an apéritif and time my college. As push, oh yeah, try and do something. And so I did a little aperitif with my with my colleague, friend of mine. It was nice, small celebration, but I didn't know how to celebrate. Or let's just have some after work drink. And also it's interesting because throughout your twin days, your friendships can really change. They can really change. Like for me, I had a group of girls, like here in Rome. Then, you know, various things happen and so on. So friendship can be going back and forth. So at some point, even when I'm celebrating my birthday is the moment when you realize, oh, am I still friends with this person? Am I not friends with this person? Should I invite this person? It's always an interesting time where you have to celebrate your birthday. But what would I say about friendship? What I've learned friendships do, do change a lot throughout your 20s and 30s. At first, I was, oh, I don't struggle having friends because I managed to find community between church. Uh-huh. I normally am not a big person. I'm not big on making friends at work. But in the end, like you end up making friends with some of your colleagues so there are different things that do happen like throughout like your 20s and 30s uh, but it's nice also to make friendships in a, in interesting ways. and i would say learn more to communicate your needs between friendships and learn more to have honest conversations when it comes to your friendships because if you don't those can really break your friendship or make them so have honest conversation with your friends and be honest expressing your needs that you have between your friends. I would definitely tell you that. That's something I've learned between my 20s, getting into my 30s. Um, life is a learning journey. Adult, adulting is a scam. Nobody has it figured out. But celebrating my birthday has been good. I decided to have bubble tea because, you know, your own girl, she's a big bubble tea fan. That was nice. That was fun. Then, after having bubble tea, what did I have again? Oh, I went to Greece with my sisters and my best friend from back home. That was late. That was just funny. Like, no, it wasn't that late. But it was good. It was good to be in another place. Celebrate life. Talking about life. And I had such important conversation with my friend. This is my friend Roberta from back home. That she got married this year. And it's been nice talking. And I think we got to see each other in different lives. And advise each other. Although they were like, what about two nights away. But it was still good. And I think also the fact. I love how interacting as a group with my sisters as well it was just nice seeing that and i'm grateful for my sisters and my friends decided to come with me to greece and celebrate my birthday the uk crew could not make it but it's okay it was this nice small nice celebration and also what happened like yeah, i had a celebration in greece then i came back and had a dinner just a few days ago at the korean and that was nice it was so beautiful my favorite restaurant in rome is called ijio it's a korean restaurant and so good the family is always so welcoming, the staff is so welcoming they celebrated me and they were nice and so kind, my friends came out there to celebrate, I have my friends from Alpha I have friends from church, I have friends from work it was a small celebration but still it was nice and what I enjoy is the fact that everybody loved and had a good time and the people are so different, I think everybody enjoyed joy and celebrated and I didn't expect to, for me to celebrate this much, think how sad I was let me tell you, something. try to celebrate life. Try not to give in to societal pressure because actually turning thirty sometimes that can be difficult for people, especially if you feel like you're not uh, checking the list. Like you know, being in a relationship. I'm not in a relationship. My dating life has sucked. You know, getting married for sure because imagine you can't even find men that you can go after <laughs> a first day or a second day. So that's a struggle. You maybe you haven't bought a boy house professionally you're not making as much as you thought you were gonna make because something I'll tell you a lesson that I've learned is the deal with your traumas, deal with your traumas don't go through your life pretending that you're not stressed, you're not anxious, don't pretend I will tell you this, there are times where you need to pretend but let me tell you, the pretend soon after the pretending, you have to do the dealing, so deal with your traumas and as much as you deal with your traumas and insecurities that will help you to show up better as your authentic self and know better what you want in life that helps you to heal and that helps you go to the next level, so I would say there with your traumas. That's something I would tell you. Deal with them. Don't pretend. Do not just put people's needs before yours. Make your needs. That's another less. throughout my 20s. Sorry, no 30s yet. Oh, Jesus, please. Let's take it slow, please. So deal with that because I did not expect. I think my 20s was a time for me to deal with my fears and insecurities and I'm still dealing with them. Although I think I come across as a confident person. So please do that. Please do so. I would definitely say that. If you're in your early 20s, do that. And uh, to say that, Take your time to celebrate life. Face your fears because literally, as you're not making the checklist, you need to learn to be your confident outside society expectations. Because oftentimes we internalize that. I think as somebody that I did not care about society expectations as much. At the same time, you still feel the pressure to a certain extent. If you're not careful, facing those things and uh, affirming your identity outside of those things, you can really put yourself down. Really look at what you have chi- uh, you have achieved. Maybe you haven't achieved what society Tight expectations, what you to achieve, or what you set yourself to achieve. Because honestly, I imagine myself at thirty earning a lot more than I'm earning right now. I imagine myself have a man by my side and probably be married by now. But you know what? I'm not these things and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm happy with where I am because I have these projects that I work on. I work on social justice with passion and with care. I do things that I care about. I, I've won an award-winning short film which talked about second-generation Italians. I've done these things. I've worked with politicians. I've spoke with figures that never thought I would take in a lifetime. And this is thanks to God, really, that has prepared the way for me, really and as older myself I do a job which I mentor young people and I'm grateful for that as much as sometimes it drives me crazy I do things that I'm passionate and I care about so even if I had a director you know what I'm still grateful for that director because the director has teach, it's been teaching me things that I wouldn't have learned probably if I would have just picked the pathway where I'm just gonna be a successful diplomat because I can't the deal with me as much as I sound like somebody that does not care about people. I do care about people. And I do care about the next generation. And I do care about making an impact with this society. So I cannot just stick to institutions. No, 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 no. I have been in touch with the people. I have been doing the groundwork. And I wouldn't have learned that probably if I would have just focused on making it to the big job title. So let me tell you this. Learn about yourself. Learn about your passion. And you know what? I may have not achieved some things, but the years ahead, I have to change my mindset and it's still a work in progress. I have to change my mindset and think that are greater things ahead, okay? Just because I'm 30, it does not mean that I cannot find love. It does not mean that I cannot find career success. It does not mean that I'm not being able to find a home that I want to build my family in. It does not mean that I cannot find a home that I can call home where I can find myself. It does not mean that a lot of things can happen. It does not mean that I cannot find friendship. It does not mean that I cannot find a new career path. It does not mean that just because I turned 30 and I did not achieve certain things in my 20s, they're not going to happen later. And I was listening to Dr. Thirma. and she's so powerful. Please go and listen to the Homecoming podcast, okay? Find joy in... Not only your achievement, find joy in the moment. I am, I am where I wanted to be. No, but I came far from where I was. And for this, I feel gratitude. And on this note, I'm going to wrap up the podcast. Hope you are inspired. I thought it was going to be a lot shorter. But if I talk, I hope. I hope you were inspired in one way or the other. Or your thoughts were challenged. Take care. Thank you for listening. Thank you for celebrating me. Be blessed. I appreciate you. Please don't forget to follow the Chronicles of a Man Italian Woman at Chronicles of ABC i double v on, uh, facebook. on facebook on instagram and also follow my facebook page i smiley benny with a double y in the end i appreciate you guys take care have a great rest month of september ciao